I wanted a career in which everything would matter. So I joined the CIA, and now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers to learn more and apply. For mature audiences, the views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. People, too. Explain it. I, I not everybody knows what you're talking understood. about. Radio Raheem, I don't have to explain what's understood, man. You know what I mean by that. You know what I'm talking about, man. You know what I dare you to sit up there and say it's explained. You know what I'm talking about, man. He's fighting people. You know we've been fighting 400 and still fighting to this day. To this day, still fight. To this day, you just sit here. You don't know what I'm talking about. Stainless. You got me, man. Man, I'm out of here, bro. Let's go. Come on, let's fight. You remember that time when? It was the Galveston Giant, 1913, enslaved white tick man. That 2020 is the same climate. John Sullivan said, "I'm never fighting a nigga." Jim Jeffries retired and quoted the sports writer, "So I'm never fighting that nigga." And Tommy Burns heard saying, "Nigga won't get a turn unless I'm sure to earn the right pick." So tell me what you learned. The great white hope is that I never get a turn. Or races due to Ali versus the world. To this you, my name is Cassius Clay. Muhammad Ali. Because I am not a slave to General Cassius, Cassius Clay. Clay. Just the land of the free and a home of the paycheck. Ain't that why they called him the greatest? So to know at his draft, I ain't he ain't the Asian. Bronco, young man. I am the greatest. Five years suspension. Bring over liberation. The Ali Act. A hero of the generations. Fast forward to when Raheem asked Deontay. And all that frustration, what's understood, ain't gotta be explained, man. Blackfish in the Olympics, and they did it for Malcolm Martin and Stainless. The assassination of any villain who fits the description of who they chase. Institutionalization of the food of our nation, graduation from George Floyd, Lamar Albury, Tamir Rice, Breonna Taylor. So I gotta say it in front of Pagans, Post, Reporter, TVB, Patriots. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to that boy in the D, the champ, the pound for pound, TBV supporter, Stainless. Dropping that fire, man. He keeping the foot on y'all neck, man. Y'all said y'all can spit. My man out here dropping songs for real. He making me want to become Jimmy Iovine, I swear. Could we make some money with Stainless the way he killed that? But uh, it was fitting because we do have a Deontay Wilder topic and heavyweight junior Far comes out and says, yes, there was a bicep injury before the Tyson Fury rematch. We'll also be talking Jamal Heron and Carl Frampton and the fact of whether or not we're going to get that fight. Are we going to get this fight between uh, Jamal Heron and we'll discuss his win by DQ over Jonathan Aquendo and then we'll take it to across the pond as uh, Josh Teller has some interesting things to say. Not very willing to fight Ramirez, but we'll give you all the details as to why. Then what has to be my favorite subject, right? Like, if you don't big up your peoples, then who's going to big up your peoples, right? And I'm talking Edgar Belanga versus Steven Nelson. I mean, the... ESPN commentary were building this fight up as 
I guess to make you assume that Nelson and Berlanga could be next. But the question to you really is, will Bob Arum and Top Rank give us this fight? Or will they say it's too soon and go the marination route? Then obviously, on a rare Thursday, we have five topics to discuss. Because the fifth one is going to be Ugas versus Ramos. And we'll be watching them. I think they get in the ring around 8 o'clock or something like that. But yeah, man, a lot to discuss. Midi across the pond, do me and Jers. What it do? What up, what up? What it do? What it do? What it do? I mean, uh, I caught the Heron fight, uh, you know, earlier today. Didn't see it live, but it was, uh, I guess, uh, you know, a heady situation. You know what I mean? Well, Kendall's head was very dangerous in that fight. And, uh, you know, uh, there, there, there was previous injuries, I guess, too, to um, Herring's eye. And, and and face uh before on another fight and um i guess you know imagine you're in the ring and all of a sudden one of your eyes unplug you know like you can't see you know i mean that's a it's got to be a very scary feeling you know uh, uh we're in a dangerous sport so i um uh, i really 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 didn't uh, see any problem with him not going out there, uh, you know, screw the title. What's the title worth, you know, to, to an eye, you know? So, you know, I'm glad that they made the right decision and, 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 and that, the, you know, the the push of you losing your title, you know, because I heard one of the trainers say, you know, if you, if, you don't, if you don't go back out there, they're going to take your title. I heard something like that. And I don't know if it was right or wrong or what it exactly meant, but I, I, I immediately, you know, it was like, man, don't go back out there if you can't see from one eye, man. Hey, man, you know, I'm glad you, you went straight into it, man. Yo, this is Sunday. That's what we do. We talk about what happened the Saturday and Friday before, man. And we still have one fight to go to close out this weekend properly with Ugas in a bit. Uh, but, yeah, like, the, the thing that everyone was talking about this morning was that uh, herring situation. And just like you do me, I didn't catch it live, but I went back to watch it, you know, and... Uh, uh, you know what, you know, I can't really say quit because at the end of the day, it's a doctor decision. You know, as a doctor in a corner, if a fighter tells you he can't see, the doctor said it two weeks ago, you know, he said he can't see, I can't let it continue. And that's what happens, right? Uh, now, you know, a lot of people will just say, ah, oh, you know, he should not have said that he can't see because he knows that the fight's going to get stopped, blah, blah, blah. But all those people never been in a ring. That's what I know. <laughs> you know, and you know, all the people calling quitting and all that. But whatever. You're sitting in your mum's spare rooms, doing <laughs> your bollocks. Yeah, that, that's what they're doing, man. You know. <laughs> but listen, what I really want to talk about is how is it that the commission, people at ringside, are supposed to, you know, watch over a fight, don't understand the rules, man. You know, how can you have like so much confusion because Weeks in the ring knew what he was doing 100%. He said it's a deliberate headbutt, and he knew what it meant. Even for Herring Corner, I, I mean, not like they don't know the rules, but it seems to me that they were not clear on all the intricacies of what should be happening, right? If it's a deliberate headbutt, they had no scorecard. It's deliberate. Like, you know, now I never knew that, you know, you could go on that long before you give the DQ. That's the one thing that I can say. Uh, but, I, I, you know, the commission should have known. There should have been, like, so so much confusion around 
what was happening, whether we go to the scorecard, whether Herring loses, whether, you know, that should be clear as day, you know, when something like that happens. And Wicks knew exactly. And, you know, he was telling the corner, I can't tell you what to do, but I'm telling you it was a deliberate headbutt. So <laughs> do the math, bro, and just, you know, what's, what's going to happen, right? So that, that was interesting, you know. That, that's the, the point that, I, you know, I really wanted to discuss and, you know, have people's opinion on because, you know, if you know the rules, then you know what's beneficial for your fighters. They could even have said that, like, as soon as the headbutt happened, man, as he came back in, Say, bro, we, we're getting that DQ, man. You can't see. Just tell them. And then that's it. We're done. We don't have to go three or four rounds later to, to determine that, right? So, anyway. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, man. Well. Um, Coach Smitty's like, yo, I would have made a different call, champ. And I would have told him, like, you know, as soon as they take a point off and he says, like, it's a deliberate headbutt, I said, dude, it's a deliberate headbutt. What's going on with your eye? Can you see? Can you not see? Can you carry on? Because if you can't, you tell me. And I tell the ref, we can't carry on because of the injury. And that's a DQ straight away. That's so, done. So how no. bad was the fight for you guys? Because I've seen all types me, of stuff. Me, it wasn't bad. I've seen all types of stuff on, on social media. You know, they're comparing it to the Mikey Garcia and uh, Orlando Salido situation. Uh, even no. in our own chat. People are saying, you know, uh, uh, they're not in a rush to see him again. I thought, you know, he did what he had to do. He was in there with a tough guy. He scored a knockdown. I mean, I, I don't really know. Beautiful left uppercut. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't vintage uh, performance. Like he knows himself, but it wasn't as bad as people were making it sound. There was one dude that was trying to box, and the other one was that was trying to make it a dogfight, and coming in with the heads on. And Herring was not dealing with it comfortably, but comfortably enough when it was like keeping things at range. I think the head was really a problem to him because, you know, the, the head, but didn't happen just once. It happened multiple times and he kept complaining about it. He didn't like it. Uh, but I mean, it was comfortably ahead on the cards to me. Heck right. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the thing that I didn't understand is why Andre Ward gave like, you know, Oquendo the eighth round where they didn't have an eighth round. You know, just, the fight stopped at seven, right? No one he fought in the eighth round. So how, how can you give him hey, the eighth round? what happened? He probably made a mistake, was trying to fix his car so it don't look so lopsided. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't fix your car. That's what that's what was blatant to me. That, that was blatant to me that I was filling the cards after or whatever, right? Because, you know, I see him like going like eight rounds with like, you know, giving a nine... For hearing ten for Quendo to the on the eighth round, I was like, "Wow, that's cool," you know. A lot of people didn't like the way uh, I, was it the telecast uh, was commenting. Yeah, I know some of the tweets uh, uh, were out there. I, I I didn't really understand. I don't know if it was the fans that were talking bad or it was just uh, uh, you know the people who were commentating on the fight. I think it's Bradley and uh, and Ward. Like people were just like saying, like you know, you know, they were overly harsh on uh, airing performance, and they were also saying like you know, bordering saying that he kind of like he kind of quit or something like that, right? So, uh, but yeah, I man, mean, like, he I, sounded I like that on his social media. You know, he sounded like you know he's about to fight Frampton and it's over, and he says. Uh, this, he's got two two things I got to pull up, right? So the first one, I don't know, Doom, you can find the other one where he talks okay. about being alone in the hospital. And I'll read this one in the meantime. He says, I accept all the criticism. 
I'm not going to run and hide from it, nor will I celebrate or make any excuses about tonight. If anything, I'm more frustrated and need to tighten up for Frampton. Simple as that. But after this, he goes to the hospital, and I guess he's seen the backlash on Twitter. So he has what Doomy will read in a matter of seconds. Or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's just so many. Uh, you you read the one where he's saying sitting in a hospital? That's the one you're reading. Champ. Okay. Sit, sitting in a hospital alone while being called out with all sorts of negativity and something else is something else. I'm not angry. I'm not sad. Just deep in thought. I will still fulfill my obligations against Frampton, but that fight might be my last. Lost too much time for my family as it is. Praying hand emojis. Yeah, so... But I mean, like, that's a reaction of someone who's not happy with what he's seeing and also maybe he feels like a little bit betrayed, right? So I can can understand that. Yeah, by his own fans, though. By his own fans and friends, you know? Exactly. But people saying he quit, like, that's not right. Like, you know, you have to watch it again and understand. You know, if you're in a corner and you tell a doctor or if the doctor gives you an assessment, you've all watched that Rocky movie and all that. They just like pull like uh, scenes out of like real scenarios, right? You know, when they tell him how many how many fingers can you see and they tap behind his neck, right? It's because if you tell a doctor that you cannot see, the doctor has the responsibility and the obligation to stop the fight. So when they were saying, oh, you're going to lose your title, go back in. The doctor said, no, he yeah. said, I can't see. I have no other choice. The fight yeah. is done. It's and that's when they turn around. It's the doctor who stopped the fight. Yeah. And that's normal, you know. Like, I, I don't know what, they, what they're talking about. I don't think he quits, you know. But, you know. And, and there was no reason. It's like it's not like he was taking a beating or something. He was comfortable on the card. And, you know, he could have carried on doing the same thing. But the, the fact of the matter is that he was injured to the point that he cannot see and you can't let him yo, go back out. Yo, period. Yo, I hope he don't get mad at this, but y'all think he posted the picture like that all bloody and the MRI. So, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, get off my back. Look, it was serious. Like, it was serious. Look, I'm in the hospital. It's still leaking. I'm in the hospital. I needed an MRI. Like, this is serious. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, I think, uh, you know, as a fighter, you're, you're reading these things and you're like, what the hell? Like, do people think like, this is not real? Like, do they not understand? Yeah. You feel like a little bit like, and and, and, yeah, like you have to, and almost sometimes you feel like, you know, you, you, you got to let it be known that, that things like this are real, man. Like you, you can get hurt in the ring and it's like, you know, yeah. sometimes as fans, you're sitting on the couch comfortably with your beer and and and, and your and your bowl of wings and stuff, and you think that that that's that's not nothing to really take into account, bro. Like like I just said earlier, if your one of your eyes gets un- you're walking down the street and one of your eyes gets unplugged, imagine what the psychological uh, 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 stress instantly that you would receive. You know what I'm saying? Imagine when you're fighting and you're fighting yeah. and and you're fighting for your life, like. You guys got to get that. And I'm going to read the, the, the uh, another one. I don't know if... Because uh, my headphones, right? Uh, the other one that said uh, the irony. This week, I was just telling a reporter I understood and respected Koto's wife for wanting him to hang it up because family is more important. I have two children with disabilities, battled through my own demons, yet I'm judged. I still love you all, though. Praying hand emojis. Yeah, it's the judging. I don't think it's the, the physical hurt or the injuries. It's the judging. It's the moral impacts. It's the people that yeah, don't man. know what they're talking about telling you that but you Mitty, quit. You know, For I mean? him, I think it's amplified, right? Because 
he might be like I'm a dude that get I get into my feelings. If me and Mitty got a problem, like I'm thinking of what everything Mitty could be saying about me. So I feel like he's looking at it like, dude, I've served two tours. You know what I'm saying? I've come back from losses. Like he served two tours. You know what I'm saying? So fear, he has none. You know, he's come back from two losses to become a champion, and he's a defending champion. This wasn't his first defense. And uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying uh, that he was right or he was wrong. I'm just talking sheerly of the negative reactions or the, 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 the fact that the fans are jumping to he quit, he took the way out, easy way out, uh, you know, and it's just like, those things are based off fear. A person who takes the easy way out felt like he was losing, yeah. felt like he needed a way out. Like So I, I get what he's saying. It's like, you know, he's done so much, not only in boxing, but for his country, for those same countrymen yeah. to be the ones that are shitting on him, essentially. So he could be looking at it from a totally different aspect is all I'm trying to say. No, but I think we're saying the same thing. Like, emotionally, like you don't want to be judged and you don't want to be just like judged by people that have no reason to, you know, doubt your bravery or stuff like that. And that's what he's saying. He said, you know what I do to get into the ring to entertain people or to fulfill my dreams or whatever? Do you know how much time I spend away from my family? Do you know the hurt I put myself through for you to think that, you know, I would quit when I clearly didn't take a beating or anything like you... You can clearly see that he can, even with the injury, he can go out there and maybe just try to go in over two, three, four rounds, right? And he doesn't understand why, why people are so quick to just call people quitters. And like, that's the problem. And I don't get it. Like, you know, every time we, you know, boxing fans look for something to say, oh, he's a quitter. Oh, he got knocked out. Oh, he got this. Like, I don't know, man. Like, those people are not boxing fans, in my opinion. They're social media, like, you know, how do you call them? Bully or just people who look for attention, man. They say something, they don't even mean it. They forget that they said that the next day. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm telling you. I want to address DBX. He's a Patreon. Usually I don't do that unless, you know, it's a super chat or, or Patreon. So uh, I, I'm sure other people feel like him, but Mitty and Doomy, you guys have actually performed, uh, you know, as amateurs or semi-pro, and he's saying, I'm not judging him on the outcome. I don't know how he felt, etc. Performance-wise, he played into Aquendo's hands, let him tie him up and consistently, let him tie him up consistently, and his feet were in mud. So uh, I just feel like from the outside looking in and, 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 and kind of facing a style like that, it's really hard to be Floyd. Like, even Floyd had to let Madonna do the wildness of Madonna for four rounds. Like, you can't stop a dude who's wildly coming in. Show me the guy that stopped Porter from coming in. But you guys are fighters. You guys fought, you know, uh, you know, being judged and all that. So could he have done something different? Or are some guys like Oquendo that choose to be that bull style is that just the way the fight is gonna look man i, I face that style all the time because I, i'm like for first and foremost like a, a back foot fighter right mm -hmm. so I, I, i'm comfortable there uh but i'm telling you it's very hard it's very hard to just like stop that you, and you can always do something better and at times like you know i think people are being overly critical at times when he was doing his thing 
he was doing it well when he was able to just like mm. you know use his feet and take that half a step back and just come back with the counters he was sharp with it you have to remember he dropped the guy with a nice sharp counter and it was just starting to catch him he was like starting to get a bit more fluid but it's true to say that he didn't look good you know it's true to say that uh but it's not against everyone that you're going to look good sometimes it's about like you know being able to get a win on an off night with an opponent that you're never going to look good again and people will not going to be happy. But that fight is horrible and it's difficult. I remember your fight when you had that and you faced that style. It is freaking difficult, like, you know. You know, uh, you I know. think that the only way to stop that style is doing what he did and, and it's only temporary, which is the knockdown. Other than yeah. that... Other than that, get the like, respect from them. Yeah. Exactly. Like you gotta hit. Get, get them. the respect with you the gotta, power. You gotta hit them so hard, and 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 sometimes they still come forward. Because let me tell you, what I felt he was doing right was uh, the, the 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 check right hook and pivoting out the yeah. way. And sometimes Perfect. he would check right hook and throw the uppercut. So I thought yeah. he was doing good. It's just that Oquendo didn't care. He was throwing caution to the wind. To get inside, like that's his game plan. I got to get in here and maul. He didn't care how it looked or how it felt. I also feel like his hand speed could have, he could have played a bit more on his hand speed when he was doing that chef left hook pivoting. And then he could have just come back really quickly with like a burst of combination, freeze and four, and then pivot again. Keep, keep on the pivot. You know, if you can't stop someone, just keep them off balance, especially no, no. when they, they just want to come forward. Just use the angle, pivot left, pivot wow. right pop them and then go again Some, right sometimes you got these guys man that you know look Thurman didn't look too good with, with Josecito and you know no, that's he, not true though that, that's 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 fans um boosting it I, I know you I'm not trying to take you down a, a subtopic I'm just saying that was one round if we ever do a film study he won no other round no and I and, and I and I 99.9% I probably agree with you right but what I'm saying is that people still visualize it like that because you know, uh, whenever you see a fighter, you know, encountering some trouble and, you know, in the minds of many, you already got him up so far up high. I mean, even the toppest fighters, even when, when, when Floyd fought Maidana for the first time, it was just like it wasn't that much that that that, that Maidana, I'm not going to say did, but like he lost the fight still. But he he looked bad. You know, it's guys that are going to make you look a little a little less crispy than you would normally. And uh, Okendo, look, you got you guys. Uh, we got to talk about what Okendo was doing. You know, it's, it's not so much Jamal looked bad. Is sometimes you got a good game plan, man, and looks like they had something solid in that corner. They're like, yo, we're gonna go in there and we're gonna make this ugly. We're gonna make it rough and tough. Who you don't really know what the game plan was on the other side. You know what I mean? And, and what to do and what it really was uh, 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 for them in the fight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, sure, it was getting into wrench easily, and you know, it was just trying to make things rough. But to be perfectly honest. I don't remember him doing some good work when he was getting on the inside. You know, he was just throwing a few shots in there and that was uncomfortable. But I he think was lacking the just, arm. You see yeah, people were not happy with the with the uh, you know with them like locking in and nothing happening. That's that's probably why they were saying, Oh, you know, it's not nice and everything. There was not much action. But find me a good shot that Herring got hit with and they're few and far between. Find me a round that Oquendo won clearly. And I can't remember one that he won, he won clearly. Mm -hmm. Except from the headbutt, there was really nothing really troubling 
herring except from like you know just smothering his own work that that was all you know exactly I, all right i, I don't so know man people are super critical man let's, i don't know let's not focus too much on there there was some there was some undercards anybody you guys feel like mentioning on that undercard that was of note i mean big baby miller yeah. for me uh, was a, a fun fight, and I definitely would like to talk about the co-main event with Steven Nelson. Yeah, 100%. The co-main, co-main event, not only because, you know, he got the stoppage and it was like a fun fight to watch, but also because it's linked to another topic that, you know, we have on there, and it's a <laughs> direct reaction from the, from the fight. Like, I mean, with the co-main event, I thought it would end this way. Uh, because I see Nelson as being like heavy-handed, and he punches in combination well. And when he gets someone, the accumulation of punches usually gets them in a space where the referee has to jump in and stop it. Like that's what I've seen from like the few film study I did on him. And the uh, DeAndre Ware is also that guy that likes to stay there in exchange. So I thought he would end up like that, and that's what happened, right? So, uh, but. but I mean that that's entertaining to watch, but I don't know what it means for Nelson in the in the division, right? So, uh, who can he see at 168? Who knows, man? Yo, so for me, uh, I was expecting just a little bit more, and I know that's like um, unfair, right? Because what, what what round was it that he even stopped DeAndre? And you know he did well. I mean, I guess it only looked the way it looked because of the headbutt. But it was two headbutts, and you know I'm with Bradley. It's just, I just felt like you know he kept doing, putting his head in the line of fire. Uh, I don't I don't feel he was that accurate, man. I feel when he was digging to the body, like that was his favorite combination. It almost reminded me of you, Mitty, because I always see you do the one-two to the body, and uh, he was doing it, but like kind of like shovel uppercuts, like right side, left side. But he's keeping his head did and his guard down because he's uppercutting with it and that's how he was getting headbutt and sometimes countered mm. i felt like uh deandre Ware hit him with a nice check left hook but uh you know it seems like nelson has a good beard and and under that beard, <laughs> a good chin um the thing is this though with, with where right like i felt like where gave him a little more trouble than i wanted i'm high on nelson remember i tried to tell you all about his you know, ring walks and outfits, and 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 we got yeah. to even hear more information. They blessed us with more from even from Jamal. Look at all these times I've been interviewing him. I never even knew about that. Um, you know that he lost a daughter, man. So recipes to his daughter, mm-hmm. and my con- condolences, obviously, to his family. But that was information that was new to me because when I met Jamal was in the 2012 Olympics. So it was just like that yeah. was before that, but. Uh, DeAndre I mean, where he's got that big upset win over Ronald Ellis. But if you've watched Ellis fight, you know, he's not fighting to the... the you know, we want to see now that he's sparring with Canelo. Is things going to change? But when he fought Junior uh, Johan, I think it was, you know, he didn't look like that. Where I'm just saying, I just thought Nelson was going to Terrence Crawford-like do him and 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 I I know I'm taking long and I'm being long with it but I want to say that maybe that's another thing maybe because of the camp that he comes out of he has a lot of unnecessary expectations maybe Uh, probably right Uh, but like to me 
what I've seen from him, like I, you know, and when I was looking at him, I've never, I was never expecting like a, a defensive master, right? Like I've seen someone that definitely will get hits, you know, after he pops his combination, he's there to get hit. And my reason just to uh, for picking him in that specific matchup is because I didn't think that DeAndre Ware had the power to trouble him, whereas like he has the power to tr- to trouble um, um, DeAndre Ware, and they have a common opponent. Like and also, that guy, I think is that. I know it's your turn, but this is something also yeah. you guys need to think, bro. DeAndre was out for like a year, bro. He was out for like a year. So it's like a guy that's everyday training, everyday sparring, sparring elite dudes, has a full training camp for a dude that been out a year and uh, that shit so all that was in my head. You didn't want him to get touched at all. Like, that's not what like you that. were expecting. Not like that. He not wanted, like that. He wanted, like, he listen, wanted a Neo like, performance. Listen, like, listen, we talk about Crawford and, oh, he got hit. That's it though. One hit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he he might get hit two times, but he 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 destroys. And again, uh, it could be unnecessary yeah. um criticism because he's coming out that camp, but I just I expected a little bit more. The even the stoppage yeah. was like a savory from the ref. It wasn't like boom, a clean right hand, and it's like, oh my god, no, let me but jump it's, in. It's never with him. Like, you know, I I you know in everything I've seen, I've rarely seen like, you know a one-punch, like, knockout. I, I can tell he's a heavy puncher because when he lands, you see a reaction from his guys. But it's never, like, a one one and done, right? I've always seen, like, referees jumping in. And that guy, you know, I don't know how to, to pronounce his name, but I think it's Champs uh, Kilich. Yes. Like, they both they both fought him. And if you watch the fight, you know, it's with... Uh, um, with Nelson, it's the same thing. It's like a stoppage from the, the referee or even the corner uh, throws the towel. Uh, but with DeAndre Ware, they exchanged. They just, you know, it's it's crazy. They keep exchanging and, like, DeAndre Ware actually lost to Kilich, right? So, uh, but, you know, that, that was the performance I was expecting from Nelson. And you have to remember, those are relatively big dudes, big muscle-bound dudes also, right? So you're not going to see the type of movement bending to the waist that you like to see very fast and like you know, footwork footwork in and out so uh those guys are going to stand in front of each other a bit more and bang a bit more so the defensive is going to be like catching with the the gloves and you know the shoulders and stuff like that so i mean i get what what ness is saying i mean look deandre looked a little flat you know he's been out for a while i I mean, could we could we have gotten a, a better DeAndre? Probably, but uh, um, overall, Nelson's performance was pretty good. He, uh-oh. <laughs> I just think DeAndre did okay for a dude twelve months off. Like he was catching Nelson coming in with the jab. Didn't y'all see that? Yo, that jab was doing some damage at first, man. It was like a real, I, th- I stiff one. Yeah. You know what? If Nelson, you know, he ended up still stopping him, but you know, it's it's about the pace. You know, I think that if he would have started from the gate at a high pace, maybe DeAndre would have broke. You know, and that's just a maybe. You just never know. You know, a guy could be off for a long time, but some guys just got it in him, man. Some guys just got it in him, and maybe didn't perform to his highest ability, but you know, he kept himself safe and. That's the point. If a guy's playing it safe, it's the other guy's responsibility to up up the pace and put him in a position where he's uncomfortable so that he can deliver shots in between, you know, and, and, and capitalize on it. If I knew the guy was was gone for a year, I'd tell my guy, you know, hey, 
kick up right from the rip. You know, but he put was. A, put a, put a, he was putting the pressure on where from the beginning, cutting the distance well is just. I don't know. I, know I, I just felt like I mean, at I times guess you was... got to take a shot. If you're going to be that bull and you're going to be the one making the fight, I guess you are going to take some shots. I just felt like he got hit more than I expected. I mean, I don't think he got. I mean, look, I never saw him get hit with a shot where he was hurt. I seen him having fun in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, but I, that, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, that's what Ness was saying. He was stressing his chin. And, and that, that's what it was. I, I, You know, I keep telling you, I don't think that Ware had the power to hurt him in that way going into that fight. So, But that's not a reason to take shots, though. Like, you know, you, <laughs> you still need to try to block them because you, you never know. Some dude will catch you, you know. So, so I guess we're going to jump to the Belanga before we move on because um, on the telecast, obviously, they was... I don't know who brought it up first, maybe Kriegel. And I was shocked, honestly, because, uh, you know, Belanga hasn't faced anybody. Like, his last opponent was the first dude that was supposed to be something. And you look at uh, Nelson, he's a little further along, 17 fights I think he has. You know, Belanga only has 14. Um, And... I wanted to highlight this because Belanga could have stood quiet. You know, I'm sure he watched the telecast. I'm sure people told him what they said on the telecast. He could have stood quiet and simply let them make the fight if they wanted to make the fight. You know, go the political route in the interviews. Like, yeah, if that's who's next, if that's who Top Rank puts in front of me. But to say, you know, that... uh, he says that boy Nelson don't want no smoke with a bunch of smoke emojis. <laughs> that got me going. That got me going. Now, we've had the top-ranked matchmaker here and, and, and both of them, but we had the one that runs things, Bruce Trampler. He wanted to see Berlanga get tested in, 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 in a 10-rounder, somebody that's going to take him rounds. Do you think that Bob and Top Rank are going to make this fight because the guy that Trampler needs to see him in with is Nelson, who isn't going to get knocked out. Or do you think we see him in with, like, a DeAndre Ware as a common opponent and keep building it up? I mean, Uh, Mitty, you're going to... No, I'm saying, Mitty, I know you're going to come at it, right? And I think that that's that's always going to be a part of it, especially now that I'm more privy to the business side of boxing, right? It's like, you know, you got two guys up and coming, you know, you're invested in these two stocks, right? And do you want to risk your stock, right? Do you, or do we make this fight happen? Because we got to see who's the lion of all lions, right? And we got to find out who's the really, really the next star. And, and, and it just yeah. depends on the, on the money plan, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. But I think like what, what you said applies a lot to Berlanga because like uh, Nelson, like I think it's like, isn't, Probably an older dude. Maybe he started late in his career, right? But I think he's in his 30s already. Uh, but the the point you make is still valid for Belanga. Do you want to put him in that soon with that kind of fight? Because I understand getting a young fighter on a come-up tested, but it's being tested and being put in a real test test. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say it's just like that there is like... You having high rounds, risk. yeah, having rounds with a journeyman, 
is different from being in a 50-50 fight where you can take your first L, right? So, uh, and I like what uh, Ness said, like say, hey, you know, put him in with DeAndre Ware, maybe it's like a better option and you build that up a little bit more. Eventually, I think the stock, the new stock is definitely Edgar Belanga Jr. If you're talking business with like uh, uh, top rank, that's the guy that he would want to remain undefeated. That's the guy that he would like to give Nelson whenever the time is right for Belanga. But that time is not too far, I think. But like as a first test, definitely put him like with a DeAndre Ware or another opponent that is maybe not like a, as heavy a puncher. And but they will still take your rounds. Get that experience of going that 10 rounds before you go in there with someone that will just give back with interest when you just punch him. Like, that's coming back with something, with some venom on the shots as well. Uh, and But that fight can happen. I, I say, like, at some point in 2021, towards the end of 2021, uh, just let Berlanga have, like, another two or three fights. But the way he's talking is good. That's the way you should talk. That's the way... That gets the interest. Like you see Ness straight away say, yeah, that's my boy. You know, <laughs> that's how you need to, do, you know, and they, they're doing the right thing. But just like give him a few more fights before you just go with that collision of the the two undefeated top ranked boys at the 168 division. Right. So. And, and so this would be an in, inside house, uh, in-house fight, right? Uh, both top rank. Yeah. Hell yeah uh, it's hell easy yeah. to make. It's easy to make. I mean, look, easy. it just. It, it goes along with that. Are you going to go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, cancel out your stock, you know, now and just have them both fight and see who they're going to run with and who yeah. the budget, who the budget's going to go with. But yeah. as far as as far as Berlanga and him, I mean, look, you look at um, Stephen Nelson's like resume and some of the guys, you know, I'm not familiar with. Maybe you guys already chopped it up a bit, but like there's some journeymen in there that, you know, you would look at as normal, you know, like my man Nesbitt. They got like 200 or whatever. (laughs) So they're bringing, even though he's 32, they brought him up same way they do everybody, right? A couple of guys in there, a couple of journeymen, a couple of journeymen. So honestly, uh, uh, the test is really uh, going to be on both of them. You know, it's not just going to be Steven Nelson. You know, I mean, DeAndre Ward... Was supposed to be somewhat of a test, right? Oh yeah, definitely. It was like supposed to be like uh, more of a 50-50 matchup with two guys that have like Fellas, almost comparable records, right? So yeah. let me screen share and give you some information. Looks like so cold. Steven so cold Nelson replied and said, first off, address me correctly. I ain't no boy." I'm a grown-ass man. Go play these internet games with somebody else, especially since every time you see me in person is always smiles and what's up, bro? Handshakes and daps. Secondly, there's so many things in this world that I could be successful at. So if I didn't want that smoke, I wouldn't box. I highly advise you to be smart and stay far as you can away from me because I am not bringing the smoke. I'm bringing flames! Three fire Let's go, champ. You feel me? He gave him like a grown-up response, like a, a real man response to like a, a teenage kind of like or young adult <laughs> kind of like tweets or something, you know, with like the, the patronizing term and all that. That's, that's the right thing to do. You, you treat them like your sons, man, you know. So yeah. Nelson is 32. Berlanga, I'm pulling up, 
is 23. 22 or 23, yeah. Damn, so does top rank do it? Do they look at it like, look, we got to get our 32-year-old fighter a fight, and we also are giving our younger guy a dude nine years older than him. So we're building up you, our Puerto Rican star. They, they, they will do it, but I, I think it's smart to do it like towards the end of next year. Like, which is like, if you think about it, it's just a year to wait, right? Dev, you know, develop your younger stock because that's the stock they invested in more than Nelson. That's hundred percent sure. Is the guy who has longevity with them, you know, Absolutely. and he's doing, he's doing things like spectacular things right i don't think he's been in like the third or fourth round yet like belonga right he just ices people quick so that's like interesting to them and that's the guy they want to see succeed for a bit longer so they need to take their time oh, look at me like, trying uh, to rap a, a year longer, is good bet you know? i seen that i seen that word pray i seen that what happened yeah, don't <laughs> have the minicano um Yo, Berlanga is definitely the long-term stock to invest in. Definitely, definitely. Well pointed Y'all out. Y'all counting Chain. out so cool. He going to be like, yo. It's not so cool. I, I didn't count him out. I said that he is the longer stock to invest in. It's time. Father Time is obviously, you know, the... the, the oh, he's a young you know. man's 32. 32 is the new I, 22. Yeah, yeah. says so, 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 guy. Uh, in the heavyweight division, that's true. I don't know if that's true at like 168, you know. Yeah, yeah. Once you're at that age in that weight division, you're considered, you know, regardless of how may, may you you know, think you feel or whatnot. And that's not saying that Nelson doesn't feel like he's 23, you feel me? He sure was moving like it, you know. Nelson, and, um, Nelson getting stoppages, y'all. He got 14 bro, he got out of 17. He got 82% knockout ratio. And um, you know that 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 that'll be you know imagine seeing that on the stats you know Berlanga versus Nelson you know high KO ratios yeah. and who's gonna knock yeah. out battle of the KOers and all that other good stuff I see something good happening here they do need matter- to do that uh, they do need to do this like in New York like Puerto Rican Day Parade oh my God it could go crazy yeah. like even on the undercard to a Crawford car uh, a Crawford fight in New York. Yo, where's Puerto Rican? Uh, um, June Puerto 6th, Rican? I think, right? Bro, that should be Bernard's new day, bro. He should have been there. I asked him that last time we bro. interviewed him. That should be his day, bro. He that top been rank that. should be taking, taking, uh, you know, memory of that. Like, yo, we got to set up a date for yeah, this. Yeah, but kid I doubt we even get a parade this year. The Puerto Rican Day parade is in Saturday, is held in the second Saturday of June. So. I mean, even if the parade don't oh, move you down, might get some, it's just man. it's just it's just the importance of the day, you know. You know, Dude, Canelo so has Canelo has Cinco de Mayo, Puerto Rico got their day, you know. You know, you know, Edgar Belanga is like a Fat Joe, you know, Fat Joe in love with him, so you know, that's perfect for the Puerto Rican Day parade. You know what I'm saying? But Fat Joe, Fat Joe Puerto Rican. Yeah, Fedjo's Puerto Rican, but he 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 in love with Belanga. They be doing IG lives all the time and. He's walked them out, you know. That's what so. I'm saying. It's new stock. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know. New yeah. stock, yeah. Yeah, new yeah. Stock. I mean, That's look, what's but, keeping but, but, them but, relevant. But, but Belanga ain't been in nobody in, no, in there with nobody like 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 Nelson. So that's why yeah, I that's like what it. I mean. that, that's, that's why they're gonna, like they gonna they're gonna wait a little bit. Like June may be a bit too soon, but like, you know. Damn, you I want actually, them to man, wait June, longer? June could be good. June could be good actually, but like, I'm saying, just give him like another year, and give him 
given some of the journeymen that are on Nelson's nah, like, uh, resume, right? So. Think about this. If they willing to do hair in Frampton this year, they trying to do that that's, this year. That's different. That's wow. champion with champions, man. That's not like something they, they're building, right? So, And that's something that was supposed to happen even before COVID, right? So I don't know. I'm thing. just saying, if you're willing to put up those two, because Frampton, if, if Frampton wins, the franchise lives on. And if Jamel wins... The franchise Jamal wins. The franchise lives on. Those two dudes yes, are, are both recognizable names. So it's like if Frampton wins, now he got to fight Shakur. That's just how they're gonna yeah. do it. It's gonna be that simple. Okay, you won. You want to keep that legacy going? You gotta fight Shakur now. It's gonna be free time. <laughs> free times. Hey. Like that's what it's going for. Like Frampton, free. I don't know, divisions. man. It looks like Jamal has gotten way more. Accurate under the bow mat, like he's gotten knockdowns almost. Well, it every was fight. accurate to me, like it, it was just like you, you know, that's what I'm saying. At, like, that's this what I'm guy's saying. Face. Like he was doing well, bro. No, I'm not saying that he wasn't. I said he's gotten way more accurate yeah. since, oh, since getting okay. in that camp and he's gotten way more knockdowns. So, you know, I don't know if Frampton's gonna be the Frampton's the one moving up too. Yeah. Jamal I think I, start th- I think 22. that fight's gonna call for a cleaner fight. You're gonna see more surgical work. You know what I mean Bet- between both fighters. Like I said, Kendall just made him look a little bad because he was you know smothering him and stuff. But I, I could still get excited for that fight. You know. Nah, I think Jamal beats Frampton, man. I mean, but I also thought McCleary was gonna be Frampton based off youth, length, and height, and he beat the brakes off McCleary. Frampton is good, man. Like, but I don't know. That fight's gonna be interesting, you know. Like, I mean, he's supposed I obviously to lose. Want Frampton to win, but he's supposed you know, to I lose. Think... How old is Frampton, though? He's supposed to lose. Who Frampton? The... Yeah, he's the older guy, bro. He's the older yeah. guy. I, I want to say he's in in his early thirties, but like, early? Let me check really? Is he er- only early? I thought he was at least thirty three. I mean, that's still considered bro. early. Bro, in that division, like you don't usually go too far, like you know, in you know, in age, right? But like, let's see. Actually, you're right. He's 33. Yeah, I figured he was 33, but I mean, 33. I mean, when you take it back to school days, it ain't over the fire. You know what I'm saying? He young, got to round up. It's close to the fire. Got to round up. So he's still young. Yeah, he he considered young anyway. But moving on to what do we got next here? Looking like oh yeah. Junior Fa. Junior Fa does an interview with Sky Sports where he says, yes, the bicep injury. I don't know the extent of the damage, but he did hurt it. Yeah, there was a bicep injury. So, yeah, I mean, look, man. And so at this point, he was injured answering that fight. No, he was in camp with like Junior Fire was in camp with, uh, with Wilder. Wilder for for the Fury fights, and he's saying that like in the week, like close to the fight, in the lead up to the fight with Fury, it was inspiring with him, and Wilder hurt his biceps during one of those sparring sessions. So second fight, he, right for the second. Fight. Yeah, in, yeah, in in the second fight, the one he lost by stoppage. Yeah. So the champ was fighting basically one arm. I mean, yeah. like, that's what he's saying. At least, like, he had, like, some... Like, that's that's not the first time I'm hearing of that bicep injury. Wasn't that bicep injury already existing for the Otis fight? So Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's been some, I guess, a troubling injury, right? I mean, Yes, I so it's not easy to recover from those injuries. So it's probably right. Uh, is this an injury that stops him from 
going ahead with the fight? Obviously not. Is he an injury that stops him from throwing his right hand? Obviously not. But at the same time, it has to play on your mind, man, when you're never 100%. And fighters will tell you all the time, right? They're never 100% in the ring. But at the same, at the same time, they always lie to you in pre-fight interviews. Say, how was like training camp? The best ever. I'm in the best shape of my life. That's what you always hear, right? So Yeah, yeah you're uh, always going to hear that. <laughs> you know. You yeah, know, guys, uh, guy, guys got money invested in you. You know, nobody wants to invest in a broken toy, you know, <laughs> a broken yeah, stock. Exactly. And, it, and it's, it, it's, it just, it's just like that, man. You know, they hide, yo, fighters hide so much, man. I think They're this would have had... Problems. But that doesn't surprise me, though. Like, that I, doesn't surprise me that he was injured. And the key to the statement also is, like, I don't know the extent of the damage, right? So that's what it is, right? You know, you're always going to have, like, hurts and niggles in camp, uh, especially if you had, like, a pre-existing condition. Is it enough to stop you going ahead with the fight? Obviously not. Is it enough to stop, you know, to change the outcome of the fight? Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. We're never going to know, you know? I mean, yeah. if I, what was the premise of I coming out with this with Yeah, this I don't information know. anyway? I mean, like, you know, yeah, this time... Well, what the timing also? What is it? Tell they us probably this. asked him. They <laughs> what prob- happened? They probably asked him because, uh, remember, he's in negotiations with Joseph Parker. That fight should be on Sky because of the matchroom connection to uh, Parker, but it's going to take place in New Zealand. You know, those dudes were supposed to be basically announcing that fight. They're just arguing over gloves at this point. But uh, I think that it doesn't even matter. I think that... Had this been the only thing that came out since February, it would have hit harder. But right now, this is like... <laughs> I mean, this is like nothing. It's just like we... It's just another another thing that we read that, you know, it's like it doesn't have the same oomph is all I'm saying, man. And also, like, if it's... Uh... If it's an injury that stays, right? So he had that injury for the Otis. We know that. Uh, again, he found the, the knockout for uh, for the Otis fight. He trained again. He pushed himself to get the fight with Fury with that same injury. Uh, but now, if that injury keeps coming back, do you have to think about taking the third fight now or delay it, ensuring that you know you're fully recovered? But will you ever fully recover from those type of injury? That's the you know that's the question. Only him knows, right? And only him and his medical team knows, and they will advise him. You know what? That's as good as it's gonna get, and you need to go through it again because you know you're never gonna find out. You know, so I don't know. He's gonna have to obviously uh, uh, make a huge decision, man. Because if he passes, I mean, we've spoken about him passing on it or. Holding off and maybe clearing up a little bit more time to make make the healing uh, process just a little more solid. But um, anything can happen, right? He would have to guarantee, you know, a lot of things would be have to would have to be guaranteed for him to even consider stepping aside. Sometimes, you know, fighters are kind of forced into a position. Well, where they that's what fight. I was trying to say. Uh, whatever injury was there, I guess at this point, this is the longest layoff he's had in a while. So, you know, he's probably healed up. He's, I, you know, they, they did, I don't know how old or new that latest video is, but he was shooting some pretty heavy artillery. So, you know, you can't have a Bosch injury with that. He's pretty healed at this point. 
don't yeah. know, man. Those, those type like muscle injuries, like you know, we don't know what it is. Like obviously a muscle tear, or I don't know, right? Uh, but like those kind of injuries, like they can come back pretty, like you know, especially when you just do repeated exercise. That's the problem because you must your muscle fibers like breaks off and then rebuilds, right? So that, that's the problem. If you keep going through it in an eight to ten week camp, that's when you're going to to see those injury reoccur, right? So. That that's the problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he had the f- November, then the February turnaround, and uh, I think before that, when he fought Brazil, wasn't like the Brazil like August because uh, or, or or I don't know, but I don't feel like googling it. The point is, I think this is the longest yeah. he's been out in a minute straight. So hopefully he's all right. But uh, what else is yeah. on the docket? Oh yes. Josh Teller deciding that Josh Teller unwilling to wait for Jose Ramirez to defend against mandatory Jack Cottrell. But the fight goes on as planned without undisputed on the line. I have no clue what Mario meant. I hate when Mario puts these little weird-ass questions and then doesn't fucking show up. Uh, But... Uh, I'm assuming that he found somewhere where Josh says if Ramirez fights his mandatory, he's not waiting, which doesn't make sense since Josh is fighting his mandatory. Yeah, I, I've got no idea. Like, So when you said you were going to talk about Josh Taylor not fighting Ramirez, I was waiting for that topic. I said, okay, let, let's see what that is all about. But, you know, I don't have the quotes or anything. Like, you know, I haven't heard of anything like that, so... Say he's unwilling to wait for Jose Ramirez to defend against mandatory Jack Catterall. Man, he has he has to wait, man. What else to do in the division just to to go for all the belts, you know? Like what is there better to do, you know? Like No clue. Is he is he, is he gonna move up, you know? So, but should the fight go on as planned without undisputed title? What do you mean undisputed on the line? Uh, I text him to see yeah. could he at least answer and give us the context of what in the fuck he meant with that. Uh, undisputed on the line. What? There's an undisputed ti- title? Of I course. Mean, is un- that- undisputed. Well, well, if, if, yeah, if Ramirez they- versus like uh, Taylor would be for all the belts but, but, in the division. Okay. But that's my thing. Why would he put, like, uh, nine yeah. on the line? I don't know. Maybe he wants them to fight in a car park, like, just like that. Just for honor, man. No problem. <laughs> don't worry about the belts. Strength yeah. and honor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I should have skipped it. Yo, and we got we got Uga's fighting? Yeah. Yeah, in a, in a little bit. Wow, little bit. bro. Sunday fight? Yep, yeah, PBC, man. bro, PBC. Uh, can this? Can, I could get used to this little Sunday, ah. little one, one little Sunday fight. You know what I'm saying? As long don't as, as long as they don't gotta be going up against like football and stuff like that. Oh damn, yeah, everything happens on Sunday. I forget, but I mean, we got enough hardcores. I mean, enjoy a little Sunday boxing. Um, how's it? How's the uh? uh the undercard gonna look for that. I know they got. They're probably fighting already. Nah, right? nah. We need to see that the undercard, bro. Jesus Ramos oh, on there. I, I think. I think Trey Trey Miller in the chat is you know clarifying the situation. He's saying like you know, if uh, Ramirez doesn't fight, is mandatory. He's gonna drop the WBO belt, right? So. Oh yeah, that makes uh, sense. 
and then like you know that's so when Mario, George Taylor so said, Mario you know, was hey, saying yeah yeah I get it now I, I don't want that like you know I want to fight for undisputed or nothing so but that's okay then just wait and let Ramirez Ramirez beat Jack Cattrall that's all <laughs> you know and then you'll be but, cool but, but it sounds like Josh doesn't want to wait that's the whole know. Mario aspect of it Man, I mean, all see, this can see, be sorted out with the he says with, Josh with the Taylor. organization. Unification takes precedence over mandatory anyway. Yeah, so but we, but we, we know that's not true because we've seen Wilder and AJ couldn't have a unification because the WBA stepped in. But he says here, Josh they Taylor. They want money. Yeah, yeah, and they got it. They, as long as they get it yeah. from one party, they don't mind. That's what I'm saying. They're just talking like that. They're just carrying you off. And then we just come to the table, discuss, give WBA what they want, and no problem. They'll get they'll get undisputed. I don't know. I wish he was on because, again, he's saying Josh Teller unwilling to wait for the Jose Ramirez to defend. But uh, next up is that is it, right? Because we got – oh, yeah, we got to do the, the – the, the Ugas, I'm trying to turn my eyes on. Did it start yet? That's on. That's on. Uh, Hold on, let me set this up. Are they starting like at like eight? That's the main event straight no. away. Because I, I thought the telecast is starting now, right? But I don't know if they just go straight in with the main event, or we're gonna have to wait another two hours or something. I doubt. You know, I doubt that is Ugas at eight o'clock straight in. You know? Nah, yeah, I doubt that too. Uh, I don't know if uh, I saw in the chat. I think Casual was a Casual Bass guy was watching a Heidi Andro. I think. Oh, is there a girl fighting right now? Is it or on regular I... Fox? I'm checking now. Skip. I gotta turn this volume. Probably, it's probably the Fox Sports, right? It, it probably. Which is I have no idea what number, but. I got Fox, regular Fox, yeah. I got Fox 5. They got the fight on. You got Brian Kenny on right now. Sub on man, Brian Kenny. You got a black eye. What's going on, champ? Yeah, what's up with Brian Kenny, man? Brian Kenny, what you mean? He was sparring, bro. You think nah. he's the only fighter? Bruh, is mean? it me or did it look like like he like he had bruises on his face? Bro, remember that uh, Custard even said he spars, bro. You wildin' right now? Yeah, but he said he has like a a contract, right? He has a contract where he can't spar when he's doing telecast and stuff like that. They've yeah, put like I mean, some stipulation I mean, in there. I mean, Brian Kenny, big time, man. He had that. that, that he, <laughs> he has had a that, better contract. <laughs> he got a better Yo, I got to get closer to the screen, man. Am I seeing things or do I see a welt on his right side? Like, Damn, they said Ramos in there right now. My whole shit is restarting, bro. I'm so mad. Bro, you got to restart, baby. Man, they took me out of the it, shot. It's, it's your TV, do me. It's got like a black. Bro, I thought I thought he was like morphing in front of me. I was like, whoa, what's up, my <laughs> man's eyes? Yo, I just hope I know. You know, I'm just concerned for for my man Kenny, bro. He's a good dude, shit, man. Fine. Look like he got beat up or something, but nah, maybe it's just just my TV. It's probably uh, like Bruno or something. He must have said something bad about Bruno or something. Bro, and he, <laughs> what you mean he spars? That was uh, Floyd. That was Floyd. 
Yo, look at Jesus Ramos, champ. He got the he got the ill ass robe on. Let's go, champ. White and gold? he got the. Yo, look, so, look at my man's face, bro. bro. He ready for war right now. So, so do you you always have like Linux, Linux Lewis and uh, Joe Goosens on the on the telecast? Because I've seen them like that's two or three times I see them. Yeah, bro. that's usually who I I have. That's cool. But right now, Yo, shout out to, shout out to the reporter with the flashy mask. <laughs> you see that? Everybody got their own little style. Yo, it's crazy how the mask has become a fashion. It's like everybody's dipped up in some type of crazy mask or this businesses, mask businesses come out. It's just it's crazy. I was in the Walgreens today, bro. I I'm I you know, normally you know I got my hat, my glasses on, you know, my sunglasses or whatever. Bro, but when I when you put on that mask, I feel like I'm going to stick up the place, bro. I'm in there, bro. Yeah. Looking crazy. I got my mask on with the glasses and the hat. Like, who am I? Like Spike Lee and shit? Nah, like, you, you're a bank robber, champ. Bro, and I'm just walking around. I'm like, yo, this is freaking crazy. <laughs> yo, everybody's messed up, man. Oh. And then, like, you forget. I was in the bank. And there was this kid in there. He ended up um, uh, subscribing to me. Shout out to him, man. Uh, I forgot his YouTube handle. It was a long-ass handle, but he oh. said he was going to... You got someone to subscribe with, so we had a bank. Yeah, bro. Come I'm, on, sign up to Patreon. Come bro, on. <laughs> yo, it was boxing bars, man. And I and I was, I, you know, I walked into the bank, maybe. It was like 30 people in there, bro. Every bank. I went to three banks trying to, cut, you know, see if maybe the next bank is. No, bro. This stuff has ruined the order of operations here. It's like, see. yo, you got to wait longer now to do things. It's just a pain in the ass. You walk into the store or your bank, and it's like, oh, my mask. Got to go back to the car. Go back to the car. So, hey, there are a lot of places here where they, they let you be without the mask, right? Like, I've seen a lot of places. They're just like... Yeah, and then they're they, looking they turn at the you. Blind out. No, then, they just accept it. Nah, bro. Then you always got somebody looking at you like you're like the walking dead or something. Like, like <laughs> oh my God, look, he doesn't have a mask. I was at the laundry, picking up some laundry. And again, I forgot my mask. I'm sorry. I'm in a rush. I went straight into the laundry and... Freaking this old man is grilling me, bro. I mean, mean mugging me, strength Clint Eastwood style, and, and I and I felt it. Like you know when you when you feel when somebody gives you that that energy, you know what I'm saying? You even feel yeah. it like when you're sparring or something. You know when somebody's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna beat the shit. Like what's up, mean mugging you? So I'm like, damn, who this old man think he is? He, he think he tougher than me? <laughs> so so I'm like, I, I'm I looked at him and I, and I kind of grilled, you know, I grilled, you know, I raised my eyebrows at him a little bit, and then I walked to the lady, and then the little 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 lady was looking at me hard, and I'm like, she was like, la mascara. I'm like, oh, oh. My, oh. <laughs> so I'm walking back out of the lodge, man. I tell the old man, oh, that's why you were looking at me like that, huh? And then he's, you know, he just started smiling. I was like, shit, I felt like a dumbass. <laughs> I got I got mean mug I got I got into a mean mugging competition with an old man over a mask and shit. <laughs> Who's that guy? El Chucky, sorry. Like but Chucky, bro. That's what you fight. El Chucky. You know, El Chucky. You know, he been fighting mostly in Mexico, but you know, don't mess with El Chucky, bro. Esteban Garcia, El Chucky. Bro, that's Puppet's cousin. Ah. Hey, don't don't mess with El Chucky, bro. Now this is a. Uh, uh, what do you think about this fight? Anywho, uh, Ness, you think that Chucky gonna gonna bring some? Pro